great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I have a lot on my mind, and uh, this is one of these days where we're going to start out where I really want to hear from you folks because I, I want to hear some of your solutions as far as what I'm about to put on the table. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. What a way to start a weekend in New York as Friday. And what I am referring to in a span of 15 hours, a dozen people shot, two killed, and this was during a bloody 15-hour span. Here's the part that I don't understand. It's real simple. Or or maybe, maybe, maybe I'm missing something, folks. It's real simple. The only way to curb all of this nonsense, all of this violence is with tough law and order. I have, I am having a hard time understanding why the masses don't see it this way. I don't understand why the public is not understanding what's going on. An elderly man shoved onto subway tracks in Brooklyn in a random attack. Two brothers fatally shot outside a Bronx Popeye's, the fast food chicken uh, restaurant, had just told their mom that they love her. And as of this hour, the family needs prayers. Just two of the recent things that occurred over this weekend. And it's getting worse. It's not getting better. The situation is not improving, no matter what the politicians tell you. And so I'm sure... We all also um, watched the uh, Super Bowl. It was a really, really great game. Con- congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm sure uh, many of us uh, watched uh, the commercials and and watched uh, Rihanna, Rihanna at uh, halftime, in which she is confirming now that she is pregnant. But did you notice something at the Super Bowl? that was not there, that almost always is. If you pay attention to the last few Super Bowls, during the pregame show, there is always an interview with the President of the United States. Always in recent years. But this time... There was no interview with the President of the United States at the Super Bowl. And that's because President Biden is feuding with uh, Fox News and decided not to take part in the interview. And it's it's all rather, it's depressing to me, folks, So you don't like 
a particular news organization, and because they happen to have the Super Bowl, you decline to do the traditional interview that always happens. You decline to do it simply because you don't like them, right? It's horrible. It's horrible. But I'm starting to wonder if this is a democratic practice done by Democrats, not just Biden. Biden did not interview today with Fox News. If memory serves correct, and I'm almost positive, I believe Obama even did the interview, the Super Bowl interview with Fox News, if my memory serves correct. But Biden is not the only Democrat that is uh, acting shady, if you will. Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty. And in a moment, we're going to start with your telephone calls. In a moment, we're going to start with your calls. We're going to go to Michael in New Jersey, Robert in Suffolk, Mike in South Carolina. But Biden is not the only one. Carl Hasty, the Speaker of the Assembly, is doing the same thing of the State Assembly. Carl Hasty will not take questions from the Albany reporter of the New York Post. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. The Speaker of the Assembly will not take questions from the Albany reporter of the New York Post. And there's more. Is actually blocking people on his Twitter account if they criticize him over the no bail issue. So in other words, uh, one person in, in particular happens to be a CUNY trustee who simply criticized Carl Hasty on Twitter, and Hasty blocked him. Now, how does that sound for leadership when, when you're supposed to be of the people, by the people, representing the people? It, it's disgusting what's going on. And I, I just don't get it, folks. I thought about this a lot this weekend. What is there not to understand? If you don't have street crime units, if you don't have these scorpion units, just look around you in urban areas. This is what is going to happen. This is what's going to happen. More shootings. More kids dead. You know, so 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 some of you send me emails and you say, Well, you know, Dominic, things won't change until until people return children to church and and until the parents and and, and these are all noble uh uh noble reasons and, and and things to focus on. But that takes time. It takes months. In some cases it takes years. And so what are we going to do in the meantime while crime is completely out of control? And Mayor Adams goes before the cameras and he goes, well, you know, yes, uh, uh, this situation is horrible, but crime is down. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that at all. Let's start in Los Angeles this morning with our friend Lars. We say good morning to you, Lars. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Uh, Okay, Biden not giving the interview. You didn't give the whole story. Initially, Biden said he would only do an interview if he could do it on Fox Soul, which is a secondary channel they have dedicated to uh, black people. So he would only do the interview on Fox Soul, and he he would only take questions related to black issues. At that point, Fox declined to do the interview. And yes, you're correct. Obama did interview with Bill O'Reilly on Fox News way back when. But that's why Biden didn't do the interview, because they were too afraid 
of the tough questions that he was going to get from Fox. He's been getting softball interviews his whole administration. He's never done Fox, and he didn't want to do Fox this time. Well, you, you know what, Lars? I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know the backstory. All, all I know is this. We, you're the president of the United States, and you have an obligation to take the questions. And whether you, like, whether you like the news organization, whether you don't like the news organization, you, you have an obligation. And, yes, you, are, you have an obligation. And, yes, Obama did sit down and do the, uh, the Fox News interview with Bill O'Reilly. And by the way, uh, mentioning Bill, I'll be fill, filling in for him tomorrow night from, uh, well, actually, I should say tonight from 9 to 10 p.m. So, folks, if you want to give me a call, there'll be more time for us to chat with each other. You know, Lars, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a bit depressed, a bit down. Maybe, maybe depressed is a strong word. I, I don't understand why people don't get it. What's going on on these streets out here? And, and, and then I look at, President Biden saying, no, I won't interview with Fox News. I look at uh, Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty not taking questions from the New York Post. And again, and again, hey, and Lars, I appreciate your call. Rudy Giuliani, right? This is why I have, and I tell this story all the time. This is why I have so much respect for the man. Because when, when Rudy Giuliani was the mayor of New York City, I was uh, the lead reporter. Uh, at New York One, and we would go to war just about every single day. And no matter what, and, and, and Mayor Giuliani knew in advance that I was going to be coming at him with the most difficult questions that one could imagine. He took the question every single time. There were times when he lost his cool, and, and there were times when he would shout at me, uh, Dominic, you're embarrassing yourself. And, and, you know, and I would say, but Mr. Mayor, you know, answer the question. You're not. In-. So it would be combative sometimes, but he would answer the questions. Now we have politicians that just say, nope, nope, nope. I'm not sitting down with Fox News. Then we have Carl Hasty up in Albany that, uh, uh, you, you know, him and, and uh, Andrea Stewart-Cousins that have made it possible for the, the bail system that we have. And he says, I'm not taking questions from, from the New York Post, from the Post reporter in Albany. And if you criticize him on bail reform on Twitter, in some cases, he, he, uh, he, he uh, blocks you. Let's go to uh, Michael. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. Um, I really, really like you, Dominic, but I'm going to ask you the most difficult, difficult question that you've ever been asked. And if you decide not to answer it, I understand, because you'll get probably get into trouble, but I'm going to ask it. Years ago, to be perfectly honest, black people didn't vote. They had a very, very bad voter turnout. Many of them weren't registered. Those that were registered didn't vote. So as a result, to be perfectly honest, whites controlled the vote. And this is why Giuliani got in, because to be perfectly honest, the black vote would never have put him in. And even Bloomberg. Now, a lot of people say, well, Bloomberg went too far. Maybe he did. But for the 12 years that he was in office, crime went down every single year. Now, maybe, yeah, he went a little crazy, but the crime went down. Now, when Obama ran, black people decided we're going to vote. They came out in full force, they registered, and they voted, which is good. It's good that they're taking an active part in the vote. Everybody should vote. The only problem is is that, to be honest, they're voting for the wrong people that are getting them killed. Now, the question I'm asking you is, do you think it's better now that black people are voting? They're, they're doing what they're supposed to do, but they're voting for the wrong people? Or was it better before when black people didn't vote and the whites controlled the vote? And if they controlled the vote today, Eric Adams would not be the mayor. It would be Curtis. And Alvin Bragg would not be the district attorney of Manhattan. It would be somebody, a Republican. So in your opinion, which way are people better off? 
it's better off when all people are voting. You you, you zeroed in, Michael, on the black community, and I, I did. Well, they're the majority in the city now. Let's well, that, that, that's true. That's true. And they um, control the vote. Okay, they well, control the vote, okay, Dominic. Okay, be honest. Okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to answer yeah. your question. So I, I think I, I would never encourage people not to vote. I think it's a good thing when everybody turns out and votes. I just wish now to deal to what you're really talking about. I just wish that people would be a lot smarter with it's their not votes. Gonna it's not going to change. You want proof? In, in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot ran against a guy who said to her, I am unbeaten. You cannot beat me. You cannot touch me. There's no way you can come at me because you're a Democrat and I'm a Democrat. You're a lesbian. I'm gay. You're black. I'm Hispanic. I'm Puerto Rican. There's nothing you can throw at me. Guess what? They had a primary. She beat him. Okay, but what's the she point, Mike, Michael? But what's the point? I'm trying to understand the what's the point is, there. The point is that the only difference between her and him was he was a real law and orderist. He said, that's the difference between us. She allows crime, and I won't tolerate it. Okay. I will stop the crime. They didn't vote for him. They voted for her. What The one you call the worst mayor in the entire country got the nomination. Now she's going to run against a black guy who is also a law and orderist, but he's a Republican. You think he's going to win? No way. No, no way. No, he's she's not. going to be voted back into office. He, he's not going to win. Michael, I, I appreciate the call, and I appreciate your thoughts as always. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just the, – the entire weekend – um, I, I've been trying to figure this out. I really have been trying to figure this out. And and I'm going to be very candid and honest right now because I'm sitting there in the safety of my home in Rockland County where we don't have these issues. Where you got to knock on wood, where you got to worry about your child going out the house and for the most part, and, and running into a stray bullet. We don't have to worry about going to Popeye's for the most part and and uh, uh, ending up uh, ending up in a situation where it becomes a, a fatal one. But, but I, I really do care because I, I'm of these communities. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out, folks, what can I do to rattle others and say what, what, what so like for example the council member in Harlem uh, Kirsten whatever her uh, uh, Jordan I can't remember her name Richardson Jordan who in their right mind will put this woman in office everything she wants to do is is counterproductive to what a so-called normal person would want and so, and and shout-outs to, to my man, Frank Marano. Frank uh, did the show for me on Friday. I was uh, up at Columbia Presbyterian overnight doing a, uh, a sleep apnea exam. And, oh, boy, that was an experience <laughs> because uh, they make the room really, really hot so you can fall asleep. And that's wonderful, but when you've got tubes all over your head and all over your body and and uh, and it's so hot and they tell you to bring pajamas, and I'm not really a pajamas person, but so I bring the pajamas and I put on the pajamas and it's like 80 degrees in the room, so I ended up sleeping for like two hours throughout the entire night. But thank you to Frank Morano, and I can't wait to hear for Frank to uh, tell me how his event went with um, with uh, William Shatner um, over the weekend, Friday and Saturday. And so I'll be talking to Frank about 12.50, 12.55, and he'll give me an update on, uh, on where things stand. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. You know, I was uh, sitting here. I wasn't going to call. Then Michael from New Jersey had to call and lie or misstate the facts like he usually does. Black people do not make up the majority of voters in New York City. He repeats this constantly. You can look this up because I actually did the last time he said this. The 
black population of New York City is 24 point something percent. That's a quarter of the population. We are not the majority of the voters. And his supposition that we are somehow ruining New York City by voting is, well, I'm not going to say racist. I'm going to say ludicrous. There's something wrong with that man and his train of thought. And I'm sorry that he had to put that question to you the way that he did. I have no problem with your answer. But as an African-American person, to have to sit here and listen to that type of question and listen to these type of things on a regular basis is insulting, okay? Okay, so, so, Dave, so David, so David, so yeah. let me ask you this. So let, let's take Michael out of the equation. And I want you to tell me, how do we solve the problem? And, and, and I'm talking to you right now, one man of color to another. We both know black-on-black crime is completely out of control. And that's why white residents move out. That's why you have white flight. Let's, let's call it for what it is. So how do we stop all of this, what's going on? See, you want to focus on what Michael said, but I believe, I believe what he was trying to indicate, he may have mixed it up, I don't know. I believe he was trying to say that minorities represent uh, the majority of the vote in urban areas when you add up Latinos and African Americans. He didn't say that, but that's what I believe. So, David, because we have a lot of calls, but how, how do we solve this problem? That's what I want to know. Well, honestly, we have to enforce the laws that are already on the books, which we're not doing. I don't understand why people or politicians are being as soft on crime as they are, because it's definitely not helping. And the the one last thing I'll say, because you mentioned that woman in Harlem, that horrible uh, council member. The other thing we need to do is these people get in because we have very low, actually, voter participation in city elections because our elections are off year. They need to change the elections in New York City so they occur the same year as the presidential election when people actually come out and vote because we're getting stuck with terrible candidates, and that's the truth. I don't think we'd have Mayor Adams if the mayor election happened the same year as the presidential election or Governor Hochul if we had the governor election the same year as the presidential election. We really need to start with the base. David? We're stuck with the same crappy politicians and their crappy policies. Okay, well, David, I I appreciate your call. I mean, but again, just just Friday, just Friday into uh, Saturday, uh, a fifteen hour uh, period, uh, a dozen people shot, two killed, including two brothers. I haven't even broken down their their stories yet. But can you imagine being in that family? Not one brother, two brothers shot fatally in the same incident. At a Bronx, uh, outside a Bronx Popeyes uh, restaurant. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I believe that to answer your question, it takes a multi pronged approach. And I agree with some of the things you said. Now, all solutions will take their own time to happen if people work together at them and also individually. This is social interaction has to change. Okay. So tell me what that means. Responsible for what they do. Parents, politicians, DAs. Okay. So so wait, so Robert, okay, wait, let's just break that down. You said, you said parents have to be responsible. First, you said children have to be responsible for what they do, correct? Yes. Yes. Break that down for me. They have to learn that to be in the life is not good. Okay, but Don't Robert. follow these gangsters but Robert, but Robert, and whatnot. But Robert, every video they see on television tells them to do exactly that. And to carry out what you feel is a necessity to fix the problem, that will take a decade. We okay. don't. We that's, don't have a decade. One that's one thing. Um, personal responsibility, which is lacking at all levels in society. Now, if these politicians and officials are not willing to enforce the law 
as the Constitution demands and says, then they have to be held accountable by suing them in court for denying our civil rights to equal protection of the law and various other things. And also maybe even criminal charges because they are not enforcing the law. Hmm. Well, that's a unique solution that no one has had the guts to do yet. And right. it's, gotten, it's gotten so bad that I think someone has to step up to the plate. I don't know if it'll be me who might file criminal charges hmm. against officials for their actions and also failure to act. Right, but remember... Because that's what it seems but to they, be. But they have the laws stacked in their favor, and 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 they have uh, lawyers provided to them by the government. I'm, I'm just laughing, Robert, because uh, it'll never happen. I mean, but you know, they say never say never. So maybe maybe I should try being positive, but it's hard to be positive when 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 you read the headlines that you that you that you read, you know, that I looked at on Saturday morning. It's hard to be positive when the president of the United States says Fox News. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not doing the Super Bowl interview with Fox News. Not going to do it. It's hard to be positive when Carl Hasty, as the assembly speaker, says Nope, nope, nope. I'm not taking questions from from the New York Post. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Oh, and if you criticize me on bail reform, uh, 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 as it relates to a, a CUNY and a former CUNY trustee, I'll block you on Twitter. I mean, Robert, I, I thank you for the call, folks. We see all your calls from New Jersey to South Carolina to Babylon, the Bronx. Yonkers and Asbury Park. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will go to more of your telephone call. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And uh, we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A dozen people shot to kill during a bloody 15-hour span in uh, New York City. I don't understand why people don't get it. There's only one solution to this in the immediate, in the immediate meaning right now. And that's tough law enforcement. The more we keep playing with police reform, don't you see, folks, things are just getting worse. They're getting worse. And when you look at all this, uh, all of this uh, nonsense against our police and demonizing them, I want you to consider something just recently out of New York City. The so-called progressive caucus of the city council wants a new set of policy objectives that includes a commitment to, are you ready for this, reduce the size and scope of the NYPD. But here's the good news on that front. This caucus had 35 members. Now it's down to 20. These are city leaders of the city council of New York City. So almost half of the caucus members of this progressive caucus, they are refusing to go along with this ridiculous plan to, quote, reduce the size and scope of the NYPD. Saturday prevailed. But these are the people that are leading the city of New York. These are elected officials. And sometimes it's just outright depressing. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Al and Yonkers, good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Uh, Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, I just wanted to say in regards to... uh, that coalition of progressives, a lot of the council people are, are leaving. 
because of the uh, funding for the police. Uh, they want to keep the funding because, I mean, a prime example, look at the last few uh, days in New York City, the homicides in the Bronx, uh, in Queens, in Brooklyn. It's been really out of control. So hopefully uh, it will start with uh, liberals uh, like the the councilwoman in Harlem who's being challenged from, uh, from the assemblywoman, hopefully the assemblyman who, assemblywoman who's uh, pro-police, uh, pro-police funding. Hopefully she'll defeat her and their uh, numbers will start to diminish even more. Because, you know, like you said, look at this last past weekend in the city, the homicides in the Bronx and Brooklyn and Queens uh, just can't keep up. Well, Al, the the hard part for me is that I I couldn't live with myself if I were a public official and things were the way that they are. I I just just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I would think outside the box and come up with all types of solutions. You have kids now that have, thank you for the call, Al, that have absolutely no regard for human life and will pull out a gun and use it almost like pulling out a candy bar and eating it. These gangs are getting stronger, and I never thought that that would be such a problem. I thought that was an L.A. thing, that it would not really, a California thing, that it would not impact New York. But sure enough, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, but sure enough, here we are. And so... With the issues that we have before us, two brothers slain outside a Bronx Popeye's uh, restaurant, and they had just told their mom they, they love her. We have the president of the United States that says, Fox News, oh, no, 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 I, tradition, no, we're going to break the tradition. I'm not sitting down for an interview with Fox News. We have Carl Hasty declaring that he will not take questions from reporters from the New York Post. This is the Speaker of the Assembly that controls a lot of taxpayer dollars, and he will not, he says he will not be disrespected, and he won't take questions from from the New York Post. Rudy Giuliani could have told me that every single day. He could have said, you're disrespecting me, I will not take your questions. That's the easy way for politicians to cop out. Let's go to our friend Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Don. I'll tell you. You know, I, I like talk radio at times. It's live theater, but tonight's calls, it was like the theater of the absurd. You know, rim shots. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, Don. You, you always uh, hit the nail on the head. What we need in our country is getting out of control tough law and order, urban areas, and I was a drummer back in the day, pretty decent. The late, great Stevie Ray Vaughan caught in the crossfire. These young kids in urban cities are caught in the crossfire. Uh, Looting, arson, it's, you know, it's getting so out of control. The more things change, the more they stay the same, Dom, you know? And here we go with the donkeys and the elephants, as I always refer to them pointing fingers, Biden, and it's just, you know, it's a disgraciad in Italian. It's a disgrace, you know. It, it, is, it is, Mike, but I'm trying to figure out what what possible solution do we have? We, we, we have politicians, frankly, that right. I wouldn't allow to, to walk my deceased dog. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. No, I know. I, I know. I know. Yep. And, 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 you know, there's the guidance that should come from parents from, and I'm talking about some, not all, it's not there. And we have young people, some, not all that are completely out of control. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out the solution. And the only solution that I can come up with is that we must have the street crimes unit back we listen. I, I I understand what the critics have said. I don't agree yeah. with the critics, but these units were effective. We didn't have these types of uh, situations occurring with the street crimes unit in New York. Exactly right. 
you know, the, these kids were afraid to carry the gun because the cops might roll on them at any second. And, and, and they were having their girlfriends carry the guns and so on or leaving them at home. Now they've become so emboldened because they know at the end of the day that the politicians are on their side. And it's, it's just, it's horrible, Mike. I, I thank you, uh, I thank you, uh, for the call. Let's go to Eddie in Babylon. Eddie, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, thank you. And I, I, I give you condolences for your dog because I, I still miss both of mine. And uh, dogs are, there's some, they're, they're actually people that can't talk. Agreed. And Agreed. they never hold anything against you. They're always Agreed. happy to see you. They, they don't hold a grudge. But, you know, you're, you're talking about, like, what's happening in our streets. You come from a good neighborhood, and, and there you are. And so am I. But I don't know what's going to happen out there, Dominic. I, I don't know. And I was assaulted uh, not too long ago by a police officer. And there are good ones. There are bad ones. And how do you – and right now, my – my oldest and dearest friend, as he described me, just he he just retired after 36 years, and he said, "I'm so glad to get out." And I got my retirement. He goes, "I never know what's going to happen out there, because you try to be a good officer and look at the situation, and now you have people that are cold cocking." Older people on the street, they're pushing people off subway platforms. Yes. Dominic, not, now we see it on video because, you know, before, but back in the day, we didn't, we didn't have video. You didn't hear about this half the time. But it's happening, and now the, the criminals are just going, oh, they give them a pat on the head, you know. Uh, it's okay. Don't do that again. And you know what? I think their personalities are such that I experienced in my, in my bad high school that the biggest guy on the football team, and I was on the football team, but I, I, didn't, I didn't go near him. He could tackle me and kill me. He taps me on the shoulder, and he goes, can I borrow your pen? I go, yeah. And he borrows my pen and taps me on the shoulder again. He goes, gives it back to me. He goes, thank you so much. And I said, wow, uh, like a linebacker. He, he shaved in seventh grade. Then he taps me on the shoulder again, and he shows me the palm of his hand, Dominic. And he's got this big circle, this big blue circle for my big pen drawn on. And he says, you know what that is? I go, no, that's Bobby. What is it? And he punches his hand, and he grinds his fist in it, and he says, that's you. You're dead after class. So there are people like this that want to bully you. And I, I went out in the hallway after class and I, I waited to get, you know, into a fight with them. I never saw him again until 10 years later in Rickle home center, when he came out with his girlfriend to buy paint. And I told the story, he said, Oh, I'm so, so sorry. I did so many things like that. And, uh, the, you know, we, we have to, I, I think in, you know, law enforcement and it, it has to be recreated or, reinforced we need more police officers we need the right guys there we need them out there to to take out of our society people that put us at risk you know people that make us think that we can't walk on the street we we can't sleep in our homes at night because you know you're your deadbolts, everything else, just kind of keep you safe because anybody can break into your I, house. I, I, I hear you. I have to step in because I do have to take a uh, a break, and we have other callers. When we come back, we will have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and um, I will give in detail what happened to that elderly man over the weekend being pushed on the subways. And, folks, we want you to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP and enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP Club Prize, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Casamitidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. Join the 77 WABC family as every week we are giving away prizes to our 77 WABC VIP members. Prizes include 
live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed items, concert tickets, and more. Again, this week, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Casamitidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. Sign up for the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP, and you will also receive a special members-only newsletter and be automatically entered for a chance to win each week's VIP prize. Become a 77 WABC VIP like me. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. An elderly man shoved to the Brooklyn subway tracks in a random attack. Elderly man shoved to the tracks, unprovoked Brooklyn attack. This happened Sunday. The 66-year-old victim, 6-6, waiting for Manhattan-bound number two train at the President Street Megger Evers College Station in Crown Heights when a man pushed him off the platform around 3 p.m., according to police. The victim did not come into contact with the train or the third rail the electrified third rail, but suffered uh, minor injuries when he fell to the track bed. He was taken to New York Presbyterian Brooklyn uh, Methodist Hospital in stable condition. The victim and his attacker did not know each other. These are the types of things that are, are happening. Let's go to Wilford in New Jersey. Good morning, Wilford. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. I can tell you why those uh, wrong people keep getting elected, mostly Democrats. It's because you got to think about it. The black people that be voting, they think they're learning about what's going on, but they only hear the, the headlines, like when they say Trump did this, Trump did that for years. So now they think Trump's a bad guy. So when they hear the Democrats say, we're going to do this for you and we're going to get this for you, you know, they only hear the headlines. That's my point. Mm -hmm. Well, there may be something to uh, to be said for that, Wilford. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Every every politician should be made to earn your vote, period. Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. Your thoughts this morning. Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you. Uh, Real quick, though, I'm a February 64 baby. Am I correct in assuming that that also applies to you and Rita? Uh, June. June 64. Oh, okay. Well, same year. Still good. Um, I was listening to your um, discussion, and you asked the question a lot. uh, What can we do to fix this problem? Um, we already know what the solutions to the problem are. It's been done before. Even back in the 90s when kids weren't going to church and parents weren't involved, they were still able to keep the city safe, okay? So we know it needs to be done. But to answer your question, nothing. Nothing can be done. And I'll tell you why. Until the Democratic Party changes, which won't happen, and until African-American voters that carry sway in these cities change their voting patterns, I don't see that happening either. We're just spitting in the wind, Dominic, and that doesn't make me happy, okay? It's a sad thing, but if you want to look at this real, and you are good at looking at things in real situations, okay, in a a reality-based light, Nothing is going to get done anytime soon, and I hope we don't have to wait too long until one of the changes, as I suggested, takes place. And I wish I had better news than that, but that's basically what I think about the situation. Well, unfortunately, Robert, um, I and I, I don't like being a pessimist, but I, I, I agree 
with your assessment. Um, you know, I just, it, it's just so sad. Robert, I, I appreciate your call. It, it's so sad what goes on week, week in, week out, and and people people just are not realizing uh, that they're voting for people that just don't have your best interests at heart. I, I'm going to uh, take this call, and I hope I'm not going to regret it, Melvin, in the Bronx. So let's see what you have to say this morning. Good morning, Melvin. What are your thoughts? I'm a firm believer in solutions. Solutions is very simple. Number one, this is the design. All you guys do, like, when you talk about law and order, who's order, who's law, are you talk about? When you go back to the foundation of the United States of North America, my answer was three-fifths of a person. Who would they get to enforce that? Melvin, 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 wait, 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 Melvin, Melvin, I've asked you with all due respect to please pass on the history lessons. Because when you're giving us your version of history, that doesn't mean it's that it's accurate. It's in the archives. No, it's not. It's in the archives right there. All we talk about what issue here, what issue is, is to improve the crowd that due to solutions of how this country going back to July 4th, 1770. This is designed to cause confusion. Wait, I know wait, I wait. Melvin, Melvin, what's, what, what's, what's deliberately done to cause confusion? Please, sir, I don't know what sir. you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about right here now, to improve the quality of life and so forth. Because we are all human beings out here. And none of us asked to be here because we did not want to be here. All you got to do is reach ourselves, don't do that to that female, but they did. So we're here. Now, what are we going to do? We're going to prove the crowd for your life. And the law of the last year, we were three-fifths of a person. Okay. And what they do, uh, they hired police. Melvin, 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 please, my friend. Is everything it is everything racism, Melvin? I mean, at what point are you going to stop, my friend, and analyze what's going on in our communities and stop? I know what's going on in the community. The child came out blessed and gave my lamb back. Number one and number two. Okay, when Melvin. You start, you start to, Melvin. Yes, sir. Go, go ahead, just quickly wrap up, please. I don't want to be rude. Just wrap up, please. No, I'm not, I'm not being rude. The truth is the matter is. That the United States of North America do that as a key or division to the United States of North America. Melvin, 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 the, Melvin, yeah. what you're doing right now is the problem. What you're doing right no, now, I'm not and doing, Melvin, not and, and problem, I'm sir. done. No, I'm it's not done. The problem. I'm done. What you're doing right now is the problem. And it's my fault because I keep taking your call, hoping that I'm going to get some reason out of you, and you give me the same response. Each and every time. It's nobody else's fault except for white people. It's white people. It's their fault for everything. It's their fault why our communities look the way that they do. Why people act the way that they do in our communities. It's white people's fault. No, Melvin, and I say this with love, man. It's time to look in the mirror. And please, I respect you. But if you're going to call up here and everything is racism, the white man, save it for the next show. Don't waste my time, please. LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. Okay, good morning, uh, real fast. Uh, it's a, it's the, uh, the family situation. It needs to be a spiritual revival. It's um, the lack of uh, respect for the police, as you said. Said we need large protests, um, and, and the DAs and the, um, the, the the police is not respected. Straight up. Well, I I agree with that, LQ. The police are not respected, but the police at this stage of the game, they're the only hope that we have to clean things up. And so, Amen. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, LQ. Amen. The spiritual revival, seriously. But what you're saying is on the money. Well, LQ, I, I appreciate you, and I thank you for your call. Thank you very much. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano. And Frank joins me right now. Frank had a big Friday and Saturday night. 
Tell us how was the event. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was started my Friday filling in with your very, very large shoes. So it's great to have you back where you belong. I know the audience well, feels you. that way. Well, thank you. Uh, but uh, it was great. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We were in Red Bank on Friday with William Shatner. They did a screening of Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. And then I did sort of an interview with him afterwards and s- facilitated some Q&A. Saturday, we were in Englewood. I'm going to get to a little more detail next hour. But it was a lot of fun. A lot of our listeners came I'll tell you, for a guy that is going to be 92 years old in a month, I have never seen a person with this much energy. It's just incredible. He's not only energetic, but he's so sharp and uh, and witty. And it was really just a, a real thrill to be a part of that. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's going to be 92. Next month. Can you imagine? It's really I, I still amazing. I see him as like maybe fifty. You know, I don't. I think he's looked the same for the last twenty years. You know, uh, since his seventies, he's looked the same. But uh, it was a real, a real treat to be a part of it. And I'm going to take people with some of the behind. We a lot of listeners came. A lot of your listeners as well. Um, and they said they enjoy hearing us chat in these uh, segments. And it was great to meet all of you that came. But um, I'm going to take folks with a little bit behind the scenes on some things that you might not have seen on the stage, even if you were there. Okay, just a little tease. Mm-hmm, sure. What question prompted the best answer? That's a good question. So um, I will say I asked him which character of the three TV series that he's done, Captain Kirk, T.J. Hooker, or Denny Crane on Boston Legal, which one was the most like him, uh, William Shatner? And he had a very nuanced answer, which I will give okay. next time. Okay, so what do you have coming up? All right, um, Super Bowl, uh, uh, we're shooting down UFOs like crazy. I feel like I'm living in the movie Independence Day. We're going to get into that. And uh, a restaurant that is banning children under the age of 10, is this the beginning of a new trend? And uh, a lot of other things. Uh, in just a moment, I'm going to tell folks why I think the mayor is making a big mistake not giving these fired uh, workers who didn't get vaccinated their jobs back and back pay. Well, perhaps a judge should decide the back pay issue, but I don't understand why you can't give them their jobs back. It, it makes no sense. And the fact that the city's going to spend more money fighting this in court, do we really need to be doing that right now? And more money to hire the people to replace them. It's so them. silly. So it, silly. It is. It is. Frank Morano coming up right now, folks, right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC.